Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. And in today's first story, we're going to the entitled People subreddit from Fandom Lover 101 who says, Friend is a bridezilla. Yay. <laughs> One of my friends is planning her wedding. Or rather, she expects me to plan her engagement announcement party, bridesmaid announcement luncheon, bachelorette party, the wedding ceremony, and the reception. She also expects me to contribute financially. While not attending the wedding because, and I quote, my fiancé used to have a crush on you, and I don't want him to be tempted to run away with you. Can you imagine the embarrassment of being left for you? <laughs> what? Summing up the rest of the convo, I told her off and questioned how she can make demands like that to someone that she clearly doesn't respect. She said that I planned one of my aunt's weddings and I both planned and funded a friend's baby shower. This was my best friend since elementary school and she has no family willing or able to support her. This was me making it clear that I'll be there for her and her child as a godmother. I don't get it. This particular person always rubbed me wrong, but was always in the friend group. Her fiancé is genuinely kind and always talks about how she's not that bad. But are you seriously not an entitled jerk when you want someone to plan an event, partially fund it, and not attend because you are insecure? She's still texting me potential venues right now as if I didn't tell her off and hang up on her 10 minutes ago. Update 1. Talk to the fiancé and he's getting off soon. We're going to meet up at a mutual friend's place. I already text the mutual some screenshots and she's trying to see what she can get from Bridezilla. Hopefully whatever is shared will be helpful. Bridezilla allegedly plays her entitlement and dislike of me off as a joke and that's why most of our mutual friends laugh about it. Don't see how that's even remotely funny but whatever. Gonna meet up in half an hour or so. And we do have more of an update in a moment but holy shit. Now clearly this is no friend and you know, I, I, I can't even step into this person's mind. You know, I always try to like think about what they're thinking about. But this person wants you to partially fund this event, plan it all and not attend because of some batshit reason that she's come up with. Holy moly. This isn't going to be pretty. But RNG says she's not a friend. Ignore her. Keep screenshots where you told her to pound sand and kick rocks as well. It could be entertaining if she actually gets to the wedding date and discovers nothing has been booked or paid for although she'll likely realize long before. When she inevitably has a fit and sends her flying monkeys, send the screenshots and block. Plan a nice vacation away for yourself so you're gone while things are blowing up. Entitled people often go the extra mile of showing up at your place. Post pictures of you on a beautiful beach at sunset in a white bikini drinking something with an umbrella. Opie says now that is a nice revenge plot, but I can't do that to her fiance. I don't like this woman, but he's genuinely a nice person, and I doubt he knows she's behaving this way. We shall see how things go come morning. 
Not a bot says, give her the price of what planning these events should cost, like a real contract. Type it up, give her a deadline of giving a deposit for services. OP says, I like this idea, but I doubt she'll see any logic. She thinks I'm going to contribute to it with my own money too. I'm planning to just tell her fiance what happened and cut contact and make sure the rest of the group knows too. A scenario just popped into my head, you know, the wedding reception's coming, OP hasn't been invited, but they've planned and set up and partially funded this whole event. And I'm just sort of picturing the bride still giving this like thank you speech. I just want to thank my friend OP for setting up this whole day and making it so beautiful. But I'm I'm afraid she couldn't be here today because I don't want to run enough with my husband. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but Goth Penguin says you keep using that word. I do not think it means what you think it means. Seriously, this is not a friend. This is someone who expects you to voluntarily act as a planner, ATM and doormat. Tell her that you will not be able to assist her. After all, imagine someone like you planning her big day. OP says, used friend for simplicity's sake. It's a situation where our viewer is more of an associate at best and Zoidberg at worst. And annoyingly, not the first time she's expected me to be a doormat. But she normally tries that around her mutuals. I'm probably going to lose some more friends come tomorrow, but eh. Anyone who knows the full story of this situation and actively takes her side and accepts her decisions and is against you on this, they're not friends anyway. But OP does update the post and says, the night and early morning has been spent spamming the friend group chat with screenshots of delusion and anger. So to update everyone that asked for one, I met up with a fiance, who I'm gonna call Ryan, and a mutual, who is Rachel, around 11 p.m. at the mutual's place. I noticed someone said it seems like I'm into him and I want to clarify that I've been friends with him since high school, freshman year. He's someone I care for greatly and someone who's been through a lot in regards to bad families and poor examples of healthy relationships. The way I treat him is the way I treat my best friend Kim, the one that I'm godmother for. This meeting could have gone south quickly but I'm glad I involved another friend. I showed him the text first and told him about the call. I explained to both him and our mutual that everyone laughing when Bridezilla does things that hurt my feelings and contributes to her thinking it's okay. I'm the go-to friend all reliable who supposedly never says no and yeah i help who i can but i'm not a doormat ryan was confused about the crush thing and fixated on that he didn't want to acknowledge anything else at first he eventually just cried and rachel took over by telling him that she's also been texting bridezilla and the way she speaks about me when she thinks she has a fellow anti-op isn't cool nor healthy some of her texts from bridezilla were awful most being about me getting baker acted in high school and one Rachel wanted us both to see was a list of female mutuals not allowed to attend or have contact post-wedding because Ryan called them pretty. But I'm the only pretty one in his life. Lol. I asked Ryan permission to blow it up, i.e. if he's okay with me sharing everything in our main circle of friends. Honestly, I don't want to put him in a worse spot, but I already know Bridezilla was getting upset. I wasn't responding to her. Her text got extremely nasty and I'm glad I hadn't blocked her yet. He said yes and I, a Samsung user, took the long screenshots and start spamming the group chat with them. No warning, no context, starting with the only text I sent her. No, I won't plan and fund your wedding and be disrespected while doing it. I get we're not actually friends, but you don't speak to people like that and think they'll do anything for you. I blocked Bridezilla right after this. Rachel hasn't shared her screenshots yet, but things have been interesting. Bridezilla is sending messages through others about me not taking a joke well, but the ones passing it on are saying that they're sorry for how they've gone along with that behavior. 
I've blocked him too, at least temporarily, because why are you passing along her text of what she wants to say to me when I told you I'm done and I don't want anything to do with her anymore? Is that normal friend behavior? I'm seriously asking at this point. As of now, it's nine something in the morning and I have more people to send my copy pasta of I'm temporarily blocking you as I don't want nothing to do with Bridezilla and blocking them. Ryan has apparently sent her a text saying to keep the ring and blocked her. Rachel hasn't blocked her and is on some multi-way call with her. She's apparently a mess and it's all my fault. Boo-hoo, don't start crap and there won't be crap. Rachel says she's going to play both ends and blow things up worse than they are. She genuinely wants to weed out the crap friends and says she's noticed a lot of people that are considered friends when they shouldn't be. Anyways, thanks for all the comments, support and advice on my first post. My first method definitely would have caused way more drama, i.e. meeting Ryan alone in any capacity. And I really hope the steal her fiance comments were jokes, but I also looked into the suggested petty revenge stub and yeah, I can't bring myself to do that to Ryan when I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm very romantic at this point. It would be hilarious to see Bridezilla's meltdown, not worth hurting one of my besties. Head of her Rachel in the scheming, her wording was stirring the pot and weed out the crap, which I initially took wrong. She's clarified that when I left. Bridezilla added more people to the call and she realized that some of the friends I've dropped everything to help out of bad situations have the same view of me that Bridezilla has and also have poor views of Ryan. I might give a better update later, but right now my feelings are genuinely hurt and I'm contemplating making their lives hell. I don't like these thoughts, so no contact it is. OP's final update, which says, as a commenter predicted, Bridezilla has latched onto the not invited part of her comments and made it seem like that was my issue with her. Her angle is that I'm upset I wasn't invited and that's why I'm sabotaging her and Ryan. She's telling everyone willing to listen that she felt Ryan values me above her. So that's why she initially didn't want me there and that she'll invite me if I talk Ryan out of leaving her and let her pick my outfit. The above and her it's a joke get over it mindset have revealed far more about those I considered friends and associates and I'm comfortable admitting I ignored to keep mutuals or just genuinely missed. I allowed a lot of toxic behavior around me when I cut my mother off for a lot of the same behaviors. I feel dumb to be honest, like really dumb and close to tears. There are in fact people I need to cut off. Surprisingly though, it's a small number. Four of the 15 in our main group. These are people who have admitted to 1. Inviting me to concerts and parties so they have a ride. 2. Asking me to join trips so they had a mum to take care of things they would forget. 3. Asking me to be a godparent because of how I treat Kim's kids. Paying for trips, buying random gifts, babysitting just to hang out, having a room at my place just for them. 4. Setting up on dates so they'd have a doubles partner. I'm going to go on a very long tirade about this person. On the room thing because Bridezilla's entitlement didn't just magically poof away. Apparently, I meant to give her that room to a hypothetical kid. Like, take it from my godson and give it to her kids. She thinks that because of how Ryan and I became friends, that means I should value my friendship with him above Kim, thus entitling her hypothetical kids to more. Such a weird notion to me. The way I met Ryan was through a group grief counseling, but I don't think that friends have different worths, the way she and some others have described it. The friends who passed along messages have been unblocked. I talked to them and, like another commenter suggested, they were sending screenshots because they themselves didn't realize they were allowing her to get away with stuff like that for years and were genuinely sorry. I told them I allowed it too, so I can't really be mad at them at this point. When I've said I didn't like something, these are people that would stop it immediately 
I should have said something earlier instead of ignoring it because Bridezilla was their friend and Ryan's girlfriend. Don't know if that makes it okay, but I'm gonna let it go. I glossed over Ryan telling Bridezilla to keep the ring and blocking her, as someone pointed out. There was much more said, some of which are not safe for work. The screenshots Rachel and I shared with the group excluded all the messages Rachel received about Ryan, specifically in regards to his history with being sexually assaulted and abused. Don't ask details, I don't know, nor have I ever asked. I don't need to know to support him. There were things being shared to Rachel that confided in Bridezilla about, but not in Rachel or I about. Rachel didn't show me and I didn't ask to be shown either. But that's what made Ryan stop fixating on Bridezilla, saying he had a crush and that was why he cried for most of our meeting. I personally did not see these texts, but Ryan told me that's what they were about and he's unsure what to do beyond cutting things off. Again, he's not good with confrontation yet and he's been working on that. He just knows he can't be with Bridezilla anymore, nor can he keep the she's not that bad mindset. He also isn't comfortable nor ready to speak to her directly about what she did. There are aspects where he's going through the realization that, like myself, he cut off an awful parent while allowing himself to be treated the same way by a different person. Rachel bowed out of stirring the pot earlier today when I told her how I felt about what she was doing. But later on, she explained her logic and the history behind it when I asked out of curiosity. She was fixated on getting Bridezilla on recording, saying these things because she wants Ryan to be able to sue her if he decides that's the route he wants to take. She told me that middle school saw her being outed as a lesbian by a former friend. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Bridezilla, who she's known since middle school, has been the only one to stand up for her in their old school. When that happened... So Bridezilla doing this to Ryan led to Rachel genuinely wanting to ruin her life in her anger. She stopped, but she also admitted that she wants to air out all of Bridezilla's business. Things I don't know about and truly don't want to be told about. It's just been hinted at potentially career ending for Bridezilla. She's in nursing and could lose her license according to Rachel. While I understand her feelings, I'm still not comfortable with her phrasing of things. It's just how she talks, but I'm not cutting her off. But I've told her that I don't think what we did in sharing the screenshots with everyone was the right thing. It's this morally grey area that I'm trying to understand from her perspective and reconcile with my own morals. I love Rachel but I don't want anything to do with Bridezilla and those I've cut off officially for my own mental health. A nuke option might end in a far worse fallout than right now. I don't think I can handle that level of drama and I don't think Ryan can either. To end this I'm going to ask people to stop sending me revenge ideas. I was only making jokes about it at first, but the private messages being sent and some of the comments on my posts are getting out of hand. I don't want to steal Bridezilla's man. 
I don't want to take over her wedding by showing up in white. I don't want some elaborate scheme where I infiltrate Ryan's bachelor party as a stripper. Yes, someone sent me that. I don't want to humiliate anyone like that. It was funny up until I realized that the things shared with me from the Petty Revenge subreddit happened to actual people. I feel gross and guilty for even humoring this crap in my first update. Bridezilla is an awful person, and while I'm still upset right now, I genuinely can't bring myself to hate or dislike her enough to do any of those things you guys are suggesting. Thanks to everyone for reading, leaving advice, and even pointing out things, and thank you a lot to the user. Stranger or not, you pointed out to me that I think I just ignored because it was easier that way. I'm going to grieve the losses because it hurts to cut people you cared about off. Thanks again. Yeah, and you can see some crazy suggestions. Yeah, and there was some crazy suggestions in some of those comments, and God knows what OP actually received in their DMs at the same time as well. I think a lot of people like fantasize about revenge within these stories and, you know, disassociate it from being, you know, linked to a real person. And they're the ones that have to deal with the fallout and deal with the anxiety of, of dealing with all these different people and the situations that happen. And it can be very, very exhausting. So I can understand why you just want to take a step back from this and, you know, just weed out the people that really aren't your friends and move on with life. Like we say in a lot of them, I can never remember the exact quote, but basically about living your best life is almost like the best form of revenge, basically. And I really hope that things do improve for you in the future and, and things calm down a bit. It sounds like a wild time right now, but but there were some people asking OP, you know, if they've got something on her that to do with their job and it's in nursing and it's potentially dangerous for other people, it should be reported. And OP said they have told her to anonymously report it if she believes it's career ending. But but don't go down this path of you know plastering it all online kind of thing. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from No Stage 8446 and says, Am I the Arsehole for refusing to make my sister-in-law a wedding dress? <laughs> I, 27 male, have loved making stuff since I was a kid and I've worked with everything from wood to paint to welding and even fabric, which is what this situation concerns. I made my wife's dress since she couldn't find one that fit her, her style and our budget. It wasn't my first time making clothes, but I certainly wasn't an expert, nor am I now for that matter. However, the dress turned out amazing and everyone complimented it on our wedding day. Most were surprised I was the one who made it, but my sister-in-law, Sarah, 25, was extremely off-put when she found out. She took my wife aside during the reception to ask if she was really okay marrying a guy who made dresses and apparently made some homophobic remarks. My wife told me all this the day after. Ever since, Sarah's been rather cold to me and treats me like I have the plague. Like, she isn't outright mean, but she doesn't talk directly to me aside from pleasantries. It kind of hurts, but whatever. I don't generally see her since she lives in another state. Sarah recently got engaged to her boyfriend of three years and asked me to make her a dress. I've made wedding dresses for a few friends and a couple of my wife's cousins, but I don't really want to make one for her. She's offered to pay me for my work, but that's not the issue. It feels like she likes my work but doesn't respect me. Hell, even disrespects me for making dresses. I told her this and that I knew about the remarks she made on my wedding day and she got mad, saying I'm being a dick for holding something that happened years ago over her. I brushed it off but my wife's family is hounding me about it, saying I shouldn't deny her the dress when I've done it for other family members. I came here though since my dad told me I was being an idiot 
and to just take the money. My wife supports me no matter what I decide. Am I the arsehole? Hell no, not the arsehole. And absolutely don't do it for this person. You do this for people that you like, for people that you love. Yes, you could get some money, but I wouldn't want to make a dress for an arsehole either. And instead of taking responsibility for her past comments and saying, you know, I'm really sorry for what I said. I shouldn't have said that. I do apologize about it. She didn't apologize at all. She said you're being a dick and got mad at you over it. Cheeky so-and-so. But Penny Arena says not the arsehole. Oh my God, OP, please don't do this. She's already standoffish and disdained you. She's going to be a nightmare. She's the type to work with you, agree on a design, let you do the mock-up, then tell you three weeks later that she has a different vision. Rinse, lather, repeat. Followed by crocodile tears about you ruining the most important day of her life because you refused to listen to what she wanted. Tell the people harassing you to chip in and pay somebody else. Her arsehole and that of everyone enabling her is infuriating to my little seamstress heart. Using joke says not the arsehole, even professionals have the right to refuse someone their service. You'll be doing this as a favor, paid or not paid, doesn't matter. It is not your job, thus it is a favor. Reading this, she didn't even apologize when you called her out on her remarks. I'm sorry the in-laws are on her side. What about your wife? And this post was an overwhelming, not the arsehole, not to do it. It's just going to be way more trouble than it's worth. And, you know, like that last one of the last comments said that she's going to keep changing the design or there'll be something where she just keeps getting involved and you're going to be the bad guy in the end for doing for trying to help out, basically. Opie had me chuckling after the first paragraph, I have to admit. And there's no disrespect to Opie or anything like that. It was just the way that Opie just explains, you know, that they love working with stuff. And, you know, they work from wood to paint to welding and even fabric. And, and then mentioned about making his wife's dress. And it just, in my mind, instantly, like some sort of steampunk metal dress came out in my head. My head, man. <laughs> Anyway, what would you do if you found yourself in OP's situation? Would you consider making this dress, just take the money and do it? Or do you think it's too much hassle? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. How do you think their relationship will be afterwards? Hmm, frosty maybe. But anyway, a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the stories, your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved. Truly, it's incredible. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. But then along came a time when you crushed my dreams Oh yeah, you played me like a fool And you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read Oh yeah, you see we in the spare crime everywhere You're selling false hope cause you just don't care Nah, uh, you just don't care Nah, 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 you just don't Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.